0: Carol is a registered licensed dietitian and owns Nutrition Connections, her private practice, and is based out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. She specializes in vegetarian and plant-based diets. She has been plant-based for years as a means for weight loss and fully transitioned to a vegan diet only recently. Carol is newly married to her husband, Scott. They have two dogs, Sophia and Princess. Hi Carol, so nice to have you here. Can you please tell our listeners where they can find you?
1: Sure. So on Instagram, it's vegan.weightloss.nutritionist. And then on Facebook, it's vegan weight loss nutritionist. And then for my website, it's Nutrition Connections.
0: Great. So welcome to the Dietitian Boss Podcast. I'm so happy to have you. And I would love for you to talk about where you started out versus where you are now with your business.
1: Okay. So Nutrition Connections started in 2018. So before I started Nutrition Connections, I was working at a doctor's office once a week, and then it turned into twice a week. And I maybe worked there six to seven months. It's kind of interesting what happened. So the doctor his practice ended up being shut down for Medicare fraud. And, and I really had no idea, apparently completely oblivious, but it was a pill mill and I had no idea what was going on. So that shut down like immediately. So I was there maybe six ish months. So I really liked seeing clients on a one-to-one basis. So I'm like, Oh, I want to do this on my own. So nutrition connection started. Well, just because I open up a, practice doesn't mean anyone's going to come and see me. So that I mean, I did this very, very, very part time. And so I was looking for a coach on different dietitian Facebook groups. And Libby's name kept on coming up. So I started listening to her podcast. And that's how I kind of decided to go with her, which I'm so happy I did.
0: Great, so you had already started your private practice, but you were mm-hmm. looking to
1: figure out how to, to expand.
0: Work. Yeah. Great, okay, so what type of clients do you work with now? What's your current niche?
1: So now it's new vegans who wanna lose weight. That's my niche now. So before it was whoever wanted to see a dietitian. I would take anybody. <laughs> so if, since I was taking anybody, I didn't always have educational material available, so I would have to make it really time consuming. So now it's just vegans, new vegans. So it's all the same information, which is really nice. I like it that it's just, it's specific to one type of client that I'm going to be seeing.
0: I'm hearing you. And that's a really important point. Mm -hmm. I think for our listeners to learn, like a lot of people start out trying to serve everyone and, We all want to do that, but it's hard to be the master of all the things, right? Yeah. When you niche down, it's so much easier, isn't it? To talk to your ideal client, to have the right handouts and to know what to say and to be the expert,
1: the ultimate expert in that niche. Yes, definitely. A lot easier that way. Yeah. A lot easier. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Good for you, so you always had the dream to start out your to start your private practice mm-hmm. and you enjoyed working with clients and it's sort of fate made you figure this out what led you yeah. to, <laughs> uh, so that's what led you to take action on starting your own private practice and finding libby it sounds like yes great so what one or two tips do you have for listeners about how to effectively build the know, like, and trust factor?
1: I would say going on stories, definitely. I think, not I think, I know for sure at the very beginning, it was totally awkward and weird. And I didn't like the way I sounded. I still sometimes, I still don't, but it's a lot easier now. It goes, it's, It's more comfortable now. I know at the beginning, I was like, oh my gosh, no, 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 I want to redo it. And I did that at the beginning. I redid it multiple times till eventually I just said, all right, you know, like, let's just post it. But now I'm not so, I guess, intimidated to do that anymore.
0: So it sounds like you had that like type A perfectionist personality at first and you wanted to edit everything and have it all be perfect. And now you're more comfortable being real and showing people that you're not perfect. Yes, definitely. At the beginning
1: till now, big difference. Yeah.
0: Great. Okay. So what advice do you have for someone who's scared to show their face in stories?
1: Just do it. It gets easier with time. And I know that sounds so like, okay, easier said than done, but they just, someone just has to do it. Just keep on doing it. It gets way easier with time.
0: I absolutely agree with that (laughs) i was so scared in the beginning and it just you get used to talking to that little camera and Mm -hmm. it becomes so much so much more simple and would you say that really narrowing your niche made that easier as well
1: yeah because it's always the same topic that i'm referring to and the same group a person, the same, so it's women that I'm referring to, and the same, they all have the same goal. So it makes it a lot easier to always talk about the same subject all the time. It's not talking about a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's always the same exact topic that I'm, I have a goal. So it makes it way easier.
0: I love that advice. So um, the more narrow your niche, the more it's easy because you can sort of repeat yourself. And I think a lot of beginners also worry about repeating the same information, but the truth is, repeating most of our clients need us to repeat. They're not going to learn it the very first time we say it.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Great. So, can you talk about money? How much have you made and what are your sure. short and long term goals?
1: So far, I've made 2,100. So, it's two little groups. It's one group that's got, it consists of two people, and then the other group consists of three people. So, so 2,100, so that's so far what I've had. And so my long-term goal, I would say my short-term goal is 5,000. I would like to do a month and then long-term goal would be 10,000 a month.
0: Great, okay. So there's a few things around that. So I have two people in one group and three people in another. And I love mm-hmm. that because a lot of people, I feel like when we're starting out, we feel like we should have, 50 people in our group and it's important to know that it's still a great group if it's two people or three people, especially when you're first starting out with groups because it helps you learn. It helps to have that small group sometimes. So you really can get the feedback and that personal. Yeah. And yeah. So, so small groups are wonderful in the beginning and uh, good for you for making a profit. That's amazing. Can you walk us through your experience using social media to grow your business?
1: It was really hard at the beginning. I will say it was, it was pretty, it was frustrating actually at the beginning, but I guess with the Facebook groups and with the calls during the week, that helped tremendously. So now, I mean, I still struggle. The content is sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's great. So it's improved with, doing the whole coaching thing. It's, I'm at the very end. So it's definitely way better than it was initially Than compared to now.
0: I'm hearing you say, yeah, that it was challenging and uh, yes. that the Facebook group you're talking about is Libby's uh, Dietitian Boss group, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the calls, the supportive calls, the group calls. Yes. And that's helped you. How has that helped you kind of morph your social media into helping you grow your business.
1: Just the feedback that we would get, like everyone who was in the group, the feedback that we would get, especially from Micah, Mika, Mm -hmm. especially from her. She's been really, I think, instrumental with all of this. So it's great.
0: Great. So using the coaches in the program. So I assume you put, you kind of make a post that you think is going to be great You post it in there and they let you know some feedback so that you can make sure that it's really speaking to your ideal client and their pain points and kind of what they need from you to want to work with you.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. It is a learning experience, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Definitely. I wasn't too sure what to expect. I mean, I know like I had an idea of what I wanted, but I wasn't too sure how it was going to go from point A to point B.
0: And now that it's getting easier, can you tell me how, how that's evolved, how that experience for creating posts and creating, are you getting into the swing of things? Are you getting into routines that makes it more simple and satisfying?
1: Yeah, definitely a lot easier. I probably try to do like two to three. I'll make the posts and then I'll come back to it and then do the little blurb to put in the, you know, whatever content to go with the picture. So I try not to do them at the same time because I, I, it's too much. I'm not going to be able to. So I do maybe two or three pictures and then come back to it and write a post.
0: Great idea. And you're doing a great job. I looked at your Instagram and it looks really great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and that's a great tip is to kind of do batching, like to do a bunch of posts at the same time while you're working on that. And your mindset is kind of making these great infographics and then a different time to kind of batch where your brain is working towards doing the captions. I do the same thing and I find it's helpful to not have to have my brain go back and forth to the two different, two different types yeah. of thing. Yeah. Great, okay, so what did your Instagram feed first look like compared to what it looks like now?
1: At the beginning, it was definitely pictures of food, like whatever I was eating, my breakfast, I don't know. What if I was out somewhere? The dog, I think I have pictures up there, a lot of the dog. So silly stuff. So there was no, I guess, clear message at that time. So now there's definitely a clear message. It's pretty clear of who I'm talking, I would hope at least, of who I'm talking to in my post versus initially, yeah, I don't know who I was. I wasn't talking to anybody. It was for myself, the Instagram.
0: Isn't that funny? I just saw one of Libby's people saying something about how, here's a picture of a sandwich and no one ever has come to me saying, wow, great sandwich. How can I work with you?
1: (laughs) That's true though. (laughs) It's true. It's just like the Instagram was like for yourself pretty much. There's no point to it. There's no message that you're getting across pretty much.
0: Right. So I hear you saying it's like in the beginning, it was really for yourself. It was stuff you like, like pretty food and your dogs. And now it's actually geared towards your ideal client. Mm -hmm. So it will help them and they can find you and they know how you can help them. And they might actually be able to contact you to work together. Yes. Yes. It seems so simple. And yet it's Libby's program is so helpful in... It is. So how do you approach sales and how has your mindset evolved?
1: So as far as the mindset, Libby has, she recommended at the very beginning, some audibles. So I think I listened to all of them. Like if I was walking or running or doing whatever, I listened to basically all of them. And that was helpful for me as far as making sure my mindset was in a positive way versus um, the opposite so it, I needed to listen to those books in order for me to move forward. So they were beneficial for me. As far as sales, like how do I, um, I feel pretty comfortable now at this point, as far as like getting on a discovery call and trying to make it a sale. Like at this point, I'm comfortable. Great. At the beginning, not, not so much. I think at the beginning it got more comfortable, you know, at more discovery calls happened. Like I just got comfortable. Yeah.
0: So hearing again, basically the discovery calls in the beginning, not really comfortable, but you just did them. And as you did more and more of them, you became comfortable. Yeah. And the mindset, I love that. Can you elaborate a little bit more on how your mindset shifted, like what it was and what it is
1: now? I guess having the confidence to move forward was the books kind of helped with that as far as changing my mindset to kind of just like giving me, I guess the courage, I don't know, a lack of a better word, to go forward with this and not be scared to show my face on stories and just do it pretty much. So those books were helpful.
0: Great. Yeah. So I'm hearing confidence and faith in yourself and, yeah. Um, Put you on the spot here. Do you remember the name of your favorite book? And can you give us like your best tip on mindset?
1: I think there's two of them that I really like. The Barefoot Executive, I really liked her. And the other one, Carol Dwight. The positive mindset, or I think it was her my, the best, the best thing out of each book? Oi, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to tell you. They, <laughs> those two are my favorites favorite book that I will say. I don't know. Books. <laughs> yeah. And then that Guy, I can't even think of his name, Guy something. I, I can't remember the title. That one, I really liked as well. That was the first book that I read. I, yeah. I'm not, being, <laughs> I'm not really helping there.
0: <laughs> I put you on the spot there. I'm sure people can message you if they're interested in all the books that you recommend, right? Yeah. So great. Do you have any interesting clinical stories to share?
1: So I didn't work in clinical very long. Like I was there maybe nine months. So I don't really have any stories. I just know I did not like it at all. I hated clinical. I was there nine months only and I was like so glad to get out. Yeah. But no interest, no really interesting stories. I mean, something as silly as like trying to get, I don't know, vitamins to get order was a big deal.
0: So it was just challenging things you wanted to get done for your people. It was challenging to get them done. Yeah. And not
1: like clinical at all.
0: You didn't like clinical, and it was interesting to hear. Obviously, the really exciting thing was the medical fraud in the doctor's office.
1: Yeah, that was (laughs) this that was crazy. It's like, what? (laughs) He's gone, he's arrested. What? Yeah, that was quite interesting. I know that's such a crazy story when I say it out loud. Actually, somebody there was an it was me and another dietitian that was there and we had never met. We only had spoken on the phone. She had sent me a text message. Hey, so what are you going to do? I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, oh, you haven't seen. No. So she sent, she texts me a clip on the news of where they actually like arrested him. So that's how I found out. That's the crazy story. Yeah.
0: That is a crazy story. So really the universe force you right into, you need to just be your own boss.
1: Yes, that's true. I mean, (laughs) that's the way to look at it. (laughs) So
0: how do you like being your own boss now that you're not in clinical and you're not working with other people who are doing things that you're unaware of?
1: Yeah. Oh, I love it. I think it's great. I just need to get more. (laughs) I need to get more clients. I mean, that's what the goal, the ultimate goal is. But right now I like it. I love it. Actually, I love it. Not like it.
0: Great. So yeah. what advice would you give to a dietitian who's just starting out?
1: To just go for it, rip the bandaid and do it. Just do it. You'll be so happy once it's done. And I know it's really, it can be intimidating at the beginning, but just do it. I don't think anyone, I can't see anyone regret doing this by no means.
0: I love it. So that seems to be a theme here is rip the bandaid, get your confidence, do what you need to do to get your mindset where you can show mm-hmm. your face, get on the stories, make your posts, find your clients and just start. Yes. And you won't regret it. Awesome. Right. That could be a book right there. You should. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what's next for your business?
1: So ideally, just more clients. Right now, that's my focus, just, just trying to get more clients.
0: And into, you're doing groups, right? Yeah.
1: Great. Yeah, so I I have three, so ideally the next step would be five, and then from five, and then I would like to move it to ten. But for now, I'd like to keep it small, just so I'm more, you know, to like get a little bit more comfortable.
0: Great. And how long are your groups running?
1: For six weeks.
0: Great. Do you see that as a great... Timeline for you, or do you ever see it expanding
1: to be longer? No, I want to do it longer. So I have someone right now that wants to go another six weeks. So I'm excited about that. So I would like to do actually three months. So it's like a three month program. That's great. going to be eventually, I'd like to do that.
0: So that's a great way for a kind of a plan for expansion is to add more people to your groups and also add a few weeks to the program, make it longer. Yeah. So that you have more kind of regular income and sustainable income and make more money.
1: Yeah. Great. That's the plan.
0: Yeah. So is there anything else you would like to share that might be helpful for our listeners?
1: No, I mean, just go for it. Just do it. You're not going to regret it.
0: Yay. Well, thank you so much (laughs) for sharing with us. And it's been a pleasure meeting you. And tell everyone again where they can find you if they want to reach out.
1: So my Instagram is vegan.weightloss.nutritionist. And then Facebook is vegan.weightloss.nutritionist. And then my website is Nutrition Connections.
0: Great. Thank you so much for joining us today. And it's been a Thank pleasure. Thank you, Rebecca. And everyone can reach out and chat with you and
1: find out more about those books. Okay. <laughs> All right, Rebecca. Nice meeting you. You too. Bye. Right, bye-bye. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.